0: Hello, podcast listeners. It is time now for another magical version of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. We even have our own theme song. Check it out. Here it comes right now. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast, whether it is your first time or whether you've been a regular listener or whether you binged or whether you're just curious or maybe you stumbled across it by accident. Thank you so much. Uh, It's based on the book, Take a Shower, Show Up on Time and Don't Steal Anything, which I think is now coming up on like five, four or five years old, something like that. And um, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the book has been a whole lot of fun. It's been a great conversation piece. Uh, It's cool to say that I wrote a book that actually got into print. And that people seem to enjoy it. So I decided to do a podcast um, uh, based on the book with some life lessons in there too. Now, last week, if you listen to the last week's podcast, you know it had nothing to do with any kind of life lessons at all. It was all about music. And because, you know, I love music and I love exploring music and, and trying to find out why music works and why this is a great song but this is not a great song why some album tracks get released and they're big hit songs and other ones don't get to be big hit songs and uh, uh you look at, listen to a taylor swift album and there's maybe 12 songs on the album and three get released as singles and the other ones are like they're okay but they're not singles or that goes for anybody i mean anybody like miley cyrus or Katy perry or you know, the Beatles. You go back to the Beatles albums, and some of their songs are just legendary, like yesterday, and other ones are like, duh. Uh, okay, I've never heard that heard of that one before. So uh, we did a podcast last week. I say we when I mean me. I did a podcast last week all about music and how sometimes it builds and climaxes and then finishes off, and I compared it to good sex, and I had fun with it. Uh, we had... A little less than average listens to that podcast, so I'm not sure why that is. Uh, maybe people just weren't as into it as they are with a regular podcast. But that's how I get my instant feedback. I can see whether a lot of people have listened, and there was about 300 less listens this week than there is in a usual week of the podcast. So, hey, you know what? Love your love your feedback, and and there's your feedback right now. Maybe you listened to it. Maybe you listened to part of it and said, nah. It's not really what I come here for. I come here to hear the stupid things that Dave did that we can learn from. Okay, well, let's start learning from Dave's stupid mistakes and other people's stupid mistakes because that's what the book is all about, learning from mistakes. One of my favorite chapters is kind of an applicable thing in my life right now. One of my favorite chapters. Um, And I'll be honest, off the top of my head, I don't know that it is a chapter in my book. I think it is but it's something that I've always said for years and that is the simple idea of always have something to look forward to have you ever heard me say that before have something to look forward to so I'm gonna ask you right now what are you looking forward to long term short term later this year in five years in ten minutes maybe you're looking forward to lunch. Maybe you're looking forward to going to bed. Maybe you're looking for that glass of wine that you have before bed. Maybe you're looking forward to graduating from college. Maybe you're looking forward to getting married. Maybe you're looking forward to getting a divorce. But I'm gonna give you a second here. You can pause this if you want to, but I'm gonna pause for you a little bit and just think, what are you looking forward to? If you need a second, go ahead and hit pause. And I'll be here when you get back. And I want you to think about and talk about what you are looking forward to. Go ahead and go ahead and hit pause right now if you need to. So, what did you come up with that you're looking forward to? If you couldn't come up with anything, my gosh, you and I really need to have a talk. And this is not something where it has to cost money. It's not something where you have to have a partner. It's not something where you have to have a wonderful life or an abundance of really anything or plenty of time. You just have to have something to look forward to. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's eating the leftovers that are in your refrigerator. Maybe it is a vacation you want to take. Maybe it is a baby you want to have. Or maybe it is uh, your kids growing up and moving out of the house. What did you come up with? And I think that's very telling. You know what? I, I hope you had a lot to come up with. Uh, For me, uh, what am I looking forward to at this moment? It is Sunday. It is October 10th. This week, I'm going to go to Colorado. I'm going to go see my son, Chase. And uh, you probably heard me say, I have a house out in Colorado. It's nothing fancy. It's the house that I grew up in. And uh, I own it now. So I get to go out there and stay. And it's a very simple house. It sits on five acres in the trees, and um, it is nothing fancy, but it's isolated. There are deer and wild turkeys and fox, and um, uh, what else is in the yard? I don't think there's bears in the yard, but it's just beautiful out there, and I love to go there, and I love to see my son, Chase, and sometimes I see my family, and I go hiking. I'll go camping. Yes, it's weird when somebody goes camping by themselves, but that's just me. I'm really looking forward to it. After that, when I get home, um, my son Carson is going to be coming back to town from Boston for my birthday, and I'm really looking forward to that. So i got a couple of things to look forward to. Sometimes you go through a a place in your life where you really don't have a lot to look forward to, and you kind of go, huh, you're just kind of drudging through the days and through the weeks, but you know what, and that's okay. Because there are going to be times when you just don't. There's a car outside my window right now creeping up. I see you going very slowly by my window. Okay, that's weird. I'm looking to see what they're doing. Okay. Anyway, um, so I hope you have something to look forward to. What did you come up with? Was it uh, a date? Was it a TV show? If you don't have something to look forward to, I know you can come up with something. Maybe it's going to bed early. Maybe it's sleeping late tomorrow. Maybe it is a bowl of ice cream. Maybe it's a show you want to binge. Maybe it is a hot shower. So think of something. And think of something long-term, because I really think that keeps us going. I think it's really important to have something that kind of keeps us going. All right, so there's one chapter in my book that's either in my current book or it'll be in my next book. I wanted to read um, um, an email that I got. And um, uh, it's something that I that I think might apply to you know some people that are listening to the podcast, maybe you. Dave, I, I hoped you would talk a bit about more, a bit more about your trip to Boston as I have a trip planned at the end of the month. We're flying Delta, which have claimed to be going above and beyond to keep their passengers safe. And so I feel pretty good there. Also we'll be staying at nice, hotel. So hopefully clean and sanitary won't be an issue. Uh, I have a new mask to wear for each day of the trip. I'm wondering about a couple of things. How did you go about getting your COVID test? Which of course is required to fly out there. Where'd you go? I went to Hy-Vee. I went to a place. Oh, here's a story for you. I went to express med in Eden Prairie. Um, uh, it's the old blockbuster across from the old Burger King, across from the speedway. And, uh, I pulled up. There were five spots and when you pulled into the five spots, you called in and said I'm here in spot number one and they would come out and give you a test. Oh, that sounds great, except when I got there, there were probably, I don't know five other people in line in front of me, just kind of parked randomly through the parking lot. I sat there an hour and a half and thank you Express med, they, never got around to testing me. I never even got a parking space. I waited for an hour and a half. Other people decided to leave too. I was talking to the other people in the parking lot and saying, yeah, you're next, then you, and then I'm after you. And they're like, okay, cool. I said, I'm not the gatekeeper here. I just said, I'm trying to keep it fair because I've seen this person pull up, you're next, you're next, and then me, and then I'm going to go blah, blah, And so a lot of the people, they left, and I left after an hour and a half. So fuck those guys. I went over to um Hy-Vee and um if you go to do i need a covid19test.com uh i think that's what the website is do i need a covid19test.com um uh, and then it'll it'll take you to hive um uh, we got two of them and uh they did a great job it took one one of them took about 10 minutes one of them took about 45 minutes because for whatever reason the car in front of me they just moved really slowly Question number two, also, how safe or how concerned were you feeling while traveling during this time? Not at all. Honestly, I've flown a a couple of times to Colorado. I've flown to Boston and back last week or the week before. I'm flying to Colorado again this week, and I don't feel any worry about that at all. Um, Really, just a tiny bit, but not really. Um, The airports are... Not crowded. The only thing that's busy is your gate that you'll go to Um, when you board. They keep you distanced. Um, They give you wipes to wipe down your seat and your armrest and your tray table. Uh, They don't come by with drinks. They might give you a snack. They uh, there was one person on our plane. It was the weirdest thing going to Boston. Who was he? Got off. He wouldn't wear a mask. He got on not wearing a mask. Um, they started talking about him. The flight attendants were talking about him. They went back. They got him. And without an argument or any disagreement, he got off. He left. And I thought, okay, that's weird. So he's going to inconvenience himself on principle. Just wear the mask. I'm not a big, huge, like, you know, I, I, I don't make a big deal out of masks. I just wear them. And I know there are people who just don't. And um, I just, I don't understand it. And I don't. It's kind of like not getting the vaccine. I would not not get a vaccine either. It's just really simple, and it's science. But and I try to understand people who don't want to wear a mask, and I I really just can't. With all due respect, hopefully you wear a mask. Uh, and if you don't, then uh, write me an email and tell me why you don't. Um, what about the hotels? The hotels were dead. It was eerie. I think every. Um, room on my floor. Our floor was empty except for ours. I saw maybe two other people in the hotel, maybe two other families or whatever. The, no bar in the hotel. It was closed. It was sad. The big hotel bar was you know, deserted. There was no alcohol behind the bar. Nobody was in the bar. No restaurant, no gym, no pool, no room service, no um, maid service. So when you, you know, we stayed for like Sunday until Friday and we had to send down for towels and toilet paper, but they don't come by and clean your room. They said, if your room gets so dirty that you can't bear it, then we'll switch rooms, but we're not going to clean your clean your room every day. And I think that's great. That's really wise because they don't want to send one of their staff into my room and I don't want one of their staff in my in my room either. So it was fine. And that email is from... Uh, what does she say her name is Um, B that's all Um, uh, any suggestions you have what other precautions would you recommend Um, I don't really have any other precautions Uh, wash your hands it's as simple as that I mean we've been safe knock on wood and we've been healthy but we've been moderately cautious the whole time Um, so I think you'll be okay you'll be fine Uh, one other thing and it's not going to be the longest podcast of all time um, I'm trying to lose weight because I was right around 189 or so a couple of years ago. Then I started Metafast, that it was on, it was Livia. and then I got down to like 170, 169, and I was really happy with that. Really happy with that, and I I felt skinny. I told Stephen Fallon, I said I identify as a thin person, and I think I really do. Maybe you do too. And then I was happy with the weight. And then during COVID, um, stress eating, comfort eating, uh, eating to feel good, eating to feel like there's something to do, eating because you're bored. And I put on a good amount of weight. I went back up to about, are you ready? About 200 pounds. And it wasn't anything with, you know, MetaFast or Livia. It was because your friend over here decided to have as much as I could eat whenever I wanted to. And, and I did, whether it was pizza or tacos or Chipotle or burgers or whatever, um, and I did. So I finally said, I'm not going to do this anymore. Do you get to a point with your weight? Are you like me where you get to a point with your weight and you're like, I can't do this. I am not going to keep gaining weight. You get to a point where you go, I've got to stop and I've got to do something. I am not turning this into an ad for Livia at all. That's not what it is. And I don't want you to start thinking, oh God, turn it off. He's going to do an ad for Livia. I just I just am not comfortable being bigger, and I'm not happy with the way I look. I'm not happy with the way I feel. Um, I went out and walked 10 miles last weekend, uh, and I've been exercising every day this week, and I just got back from a four-and-a-half-mile walk a minute ago. And I tweeted earlier today, and I'm going to leave the podcast on this note, and this is not my my quote, it's not my idea, but I read somewhere years ago in a magazine something like, If exercise could come in a pill form, it would be the most prescribed pill in the world. And I think that's true. I don't have any science to back it up, but don't we all feel better when we're active mentally and physically? Tony Robbins once said, um, motion equals emotion. And I'm a big believer in that because I stand up during the entire show. I sit down maybe once in a while to rest my feet. Steve kind of like sits down, stands up once he's kind of between. Fallon is she sits down the entire show, and she has good energy. But I I encourage her sometimes. I'm like stand up, you're gonna feel better. No, she likes to sit down. Um, But whatever whatever you do, there's a lot of people that do stand up desks because they like that energy, and I think you do get extra energy from standing up. Motion equals emotion. And I'm, a, like I said, a big believer in that. I think a lot of, the pe- a lot of people who are sad or depressed or anxious, um, they might feel better. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. They might feel better if they were in motion a little bit more. Um, I know it works for me. And I think that's really kind of it for the podcast this week. Uh, thanks for listening. There's no music in the podcast this week. In other words, we're not doing Dave. Dave does a deep dive into music. I will give you a shout out for listening. And uh, thank you so much, Whether again, whether you've listened to it before or whether you've never listened to the podcast before. And I always, you know, emails are such a great thing. If you send an email, something you want to talk about, that is a big help for me. Uh, And you can send that to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com. Um, And if you don't, then I will come up with something else to talk about next week here on the podcast. The book is still out. It is in Kindle version, and you can get that for like $7.99. Bargain! um, On Amazon.com. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Words to live by. And we'll see you next week on the podcast. Take care.